reviews, we have another special treat. Now, I've been saying number when I introduced uh, the Kings and Queens who are coming on my platform, and I do not want to mispronounce his name, so I'm going to let him come up here and tell me his name, but it is number 36. Welcome to Community Reviews. How are you doing, King? Can you... Yes, yes, I'm awesome. Tell me how to say your name. How do you say Avon? Oh, that's cute. I like that. Okay, so Kayvon, I want you to tell me your journey. It's like everyone's journey is different. Okay, it's a different reality TV show. I've done many. Challenge me, brother. It is not. Okay, so you, how did you even get started with Netflix challenge show? So, yeah, I mean, I've been trying to get cast on reality shows for a quite a minute, I would say. So, um, oh, wow. I follow a bunch of casting producers on Instagram, and one of the casting shows they were casting for was Squid Games. And, like, okay, why not? I was in New York at the time on vacation, and I'd just gotten laid off for my job. So, I was like, okay, this is kind of the perfect time. Why not? I have nothing else to do. So, I applied, and then I applied in, I think, February. And then about six months later, they gave me another call saying, hey, you weren't the finalists. We're going to let you know by New Year's or Christmas time. And then in, at the end of October is when I got the final call saying like, hey, you got on the show and we're going to fly you out in January. But a lot of other people didn't get that call until end of December, mid-December. So they only had like a couple of weeks to actually know that they're on the show and get prepared for it. So I was one of the lucky ones. I got like a full month prepared. Uh, I got to practice. I got to do all the stuff. But yeah, it was a lot different for everyone. But that was my story. For people who are just, because you mentioned something that I wanted to ask about. So for people who want to get on reality TV, what would you say is the recipe for that? Oh, follow every casting producer you possibly can on Instagram. Um, the one I follow is, uh, his name is like Surf Daddy Producer on Instagram. His name is Bobby Silva. But honestly, if you're a fan of reality shows, at the end credits, they always show the casting producers, or you can easily just Google casting producer for Big Brother, casting producer for Survivor. So honestly, that's your number one ticket. Uh, Jesse Tanbaum is like the head producer for all of these CBS shows. If you want to follow him, go ahead. But that's how I did it, and it worked for me. So it's going to work for you guys too. So you follow them, you wait for them to post a casting something, and then so you don't inbox them. You just wait for the casting. Then, wow, interesting. Because somebody go and inbox Jesse. I don't want them to just interview. I'm um, sorry, inbox Jesse and flood his thing. So, just out to you. Okay, so <laughs> you got the call. You got things set up. So, uh, first, tell me about your friends and family. Did, were you able to tell them? Because Big Brother's not allowed to say anything. How did that go for you? So, they tell you you're not allowed to tell anyone, including friends and family. Um, but obviously, like, I mean, you can tell your parents, they're not really going to go tell Instagram and however many followers they have. My mom doesn't have that many followers, so I was pretty safe to tell her. But right. as far as friends and family go, no, you couldn't tell a single soul because then they're going to go on Twitter and say, like, hey, my friend Kayvon is on Squid Games. So he just got the call. Oh. And then if the casting producers see that, you will get canceled. You won't get to go on that show anymore. Prime example is Perez Hilton. He got he got accepted for Squid Games and he went out and he told the whole world, hey, I'm on Squid Games. And then guess what? They canceled him. He didn't get to play even the first game. So shit happens. Damn! You talking about this season? Yep. Are you freaking serious? 
Yep. <laughs> oh my god. Damn. Okay, wow. Okay, so that's a good tip because I'm pretty sure people will go. That's interesting. Okay, so once you, you know, go through all that, your initial shock, whatever, whatever. So it's time to go again. Let's start there. Sorry, you cut out. Say that again. No, I'm sorry. Tell me your story, your experience once you got into the game. Once you enter the game, because I want to know what was your strategy going. Yeah, for sure. So going into the game, my strategy, because I had practiced this already before I went to the game. When I got that call saying I'm on Squid Games, I practiced red light, green light every single day leading up to that. And even when we were in the hotels four days prior to filming, I practiced that in my hotel room. I'd run back and forth my tiny little hotel room trying to practice this game. So my strategy was to run really fast and then pause in kind of like a like a stance, like a superhero stance, and then mm -hmm. keep going. Mm -hmm. And my strategy was working up until we got to the arena where we're playing the game. And then the producers were like, hey, so we didn't tell you this, but you're going to be holding these positions for 10 minutes at a time, up to 10 minutes at a time. And when I heard that, I was like, oh, shit. I don't know if I can hold oh. a pose, like a superhero pose for 10 minutes. That was a little long. But honestly, that was my strategy, so I didn't want to mess it up. Um, but then also my strategy from the get-go was to find the biggest and strongest people for tug of war. That was my number one priority because all the other games I was fine with, like I practiced that stuff. I knew I could succeed, but tug of war, I'm not like a big, strong guy. I don't got muscles like that. So I wanted to find the big people. Um, and so I tried to make friends with all of them as much as I could. I even talked to Brighton, but Brighton was, he already picked his people. Like he was in the very back with a bunch of like big tall strong people so like he already beat me to right. a bunch and so when i tried to talk to him he kind of like shrugged it off he didn't really engage in me that much but i found some other people that i could that I could uh join their gang anyway that was my strategy and then we start red light green light this is where my strategy went to complete shit because the first uh -oh. time we paused i was in my superhero stance and okay. I was counting in my head because this is how I maintain being calm. Like, I want to know how much time passes by. So I count in my head. I'm like, five minutes. Okay. Like, my legs are starting to get a little wobbly, but I can hold it. I can hold it. Uh -huh. And then I get uh -huh. to 10 minutes. I'm like, okay, 10 minutes is here. Like, we're about to start again. Like, get ready to run. Like, get ready to do it. And then nothing happened. And so I counted to 15 minutes. Still nothing happened. And then once I counted to like 20, 25 minutes, I knew something was up. Like I knew that we weren't just holding this for 10 minutes. I counted all the way to 40 minutes. I counted 40 oh minutes. Oh my God. Every second of those 40 minutes. And I'm like, holy shit. At this point, I thought to myself, okay, this is how long we have to hold it for the rest of the time. I can't do my strategy anymore. I cannot stand for this long. My leg is already giving out. It's been wobbling mm. for like 20 minutes now. People behind me are like, dude, like, calm down. Your legs are shaking and stuff. Like, I can't do anything about it. And so immediately as soon as we started running again, I ran for like two seconds and then I dropped straight to the floor because I could not stand for that much longer anymore. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was insane. And people were dropping around me, so I knew they couldn't do it either. And at that point – we're at 45 minutes and my hands are numb because it's zero mm. degrees in that bitch. It's London and zero January. degrees. Yeah. yeah, it was 
freezing weather, and they took all of our hand warmers away from us. Because prior to the game, we were standing in line. They were marking us off like, okay, 35's here, 36 is here, blah, blah, blah. And, and they were giving us hand warmers during that time. And then I would say like an hour before we actually started filming, they took all of our hand warmers away, our feet warmers, so we were already cold. And at this point, it's 40 minutes into the game, my hands are numb. So that's why in the show, you see a bunch of people, they're running with their hands in their pockets. Like Brighton and uh, Stefan, the mullet guy, they're like running like this because our, our hands are numb. And so we have to do something to protect them. Um, so when I got on the floor and I was laying down, I forgot to put my hands in my pocket. So I was just laying down like this and my hands were just getting even more and more numb. And mm. at this point, hour and a half until we get up and start running again. So I get up and I start running and then I slowly realize, like being on the floor and then getting up to run, you're wasting a lot of time. Like the clock is going, you're wasting too right. much time to do so I had to switch my strategy again. So I switched okay. my strategy three times in the first hour and a half. Okay. Um, but at that point, I'm like, okay, there's a wall next to me. And a bunch of people are like leaning on the wall, like leaning their back on the wall. I think that's a comfortable position for me. I can do that. And so that's what I started doing for the remainder of the game. And Figgy was right next to me. God bless her soul, man. Figgy is the nicest person you will ever meet. Because right. this whole this whole time that we we're doing this, She's like, okay, guys, like we have enough time. Don't rush it. Don't worry. Don't panic. You'll make it. I've done this before, like all this stuff. Um, so she was just keeping me calm the whole time. But honestly, she kept saying like how this is much harder than anything she's ever done in Survivor. And I'm like, dude, what the hell did I sign up, I sign up for? If this is harder than Survivor, oh, wow. what the hell? Right. Um, right, exactly. Jesus, man. Wow. Oh, my wow. God. But that was my strategy, and it was working. And then... Okay. At around five hours, I believe, four and a half, five hours, the producer said, okay, guys, you guys are doing great. Uh, you can relax for a little bit. We're going to do some production studio shit, whatever. Right. So they let us relax for like five minutes. And this is where people could like, if they're sitting up, you can get up and stretch. If you're standing up, you can okay. sit down, whatever. Um, but you're still not supposed to move. Like you're not supposed to step forward, obviously, because that would be cheating if you would um yeah, right, right. So a lot of people around me they didn't listen to that part um so like when we were paused mm. and they were giving us that relaxed time they would scooch up a little bit and take like little baby steps forward and inch themselves a little bit forward um so a lot a couple people are a little salty about that but i mean that's strategy i guess um so kudos to them but yeah during that right, whole right, time right. it was just so relieved i could stretch and relax and stuff and then towards the end when people started finishing like getting past the line by the way the first people who passed the line this wasn't until like five hours into the game netflix shows it in the first what one minute or something that did not happen until a very very long time um so when people started crossing the line the people who were still staying still and still playing the game they had to watch these people cross the line and have production like record them cheering and like laughing and being so relieved and we're just standing there like oh my god we have to stand here and now we have to listen to these guys like celebrate like it was the most heartbreaking thing ever wait um, hold on baby it's, for some reason it broke up for just a second you said why were they celebrating again i missed the first part why were they celebrating i missed that part what happened so yeah so people when they crossed the line when they started crossing the line gotcha. everyone else was 
Yeah, everyone who was standing still and still playing, we oh, had to watch the yeah. line mm. and celebrate. Oh God, it's so heartbreaking. How big that was. Wow. So what do you think they did differently? I wondered about that, the strategy, um, them getting over the line. What was the difference between the ones who didn't or even, you know, you're standing back there watching them. What did you see them do differently or did you not hear or talk about it? No, honestly, the difference was, the difference was if you wanted to go fast versus if you wanted to go slow. That's like the main difference that I saw. Just because the people who went fast from the get-go, like the people who were in the front of the line, obviously a lot of them got killed off, but a lot it of them is. passed. Like, yeah, you just have to have that risk it to get the biscuit kind of mentality. And you have to say, okay, like if I'm going fast, I got to go for it because it worked for them. They went fast and they were one of the first people to cross. And then towards the end is when all the leftovers were there and they still could have passed too. But I mean... <laughs> I don't know what the truth is around this, but uh, there may or may not have been enough beds for the next round. Um, oh, so wow. the end, like a lot of people just, they got killed off, um, but they were the ones who went slow and took their time and there were towards right. They wanted to like not go fast and risk getting out because before we started filming the production crew, they said, they said this to us, like in terms of giving us a strategy, they're like, this is not a sprint. Like this is a marathon. Do not try to go too fast. You will make it if you are slow enough and take your time. Like you will make it, you will make it, take your time. So a lot of us went to that mentality as well. And that's what I did too. Like I was behind most of the people who got out and went really fast because that's what I thought I'd do. If I took my time, I wouldn't risk anything. Like I would just be able to pause really fast and hold my position for long enough. But Hey, it worked for some people. It, worked for, it didn't work for some people. So, right. So, for you and your strategy, um, you know, once you saw them going in and crossing the line, what yeah. happened with you? Oh, <laughs> when you saw them going over, <laughs> my heart just immediately sank. Like as soon as those first group went across the line, I was like, "Oh my god!" But it looked so fun and rewarding. So that's what kept me in the game that whole time because I'm like, okay. I'm going to be that person in the next two, three rounds. Like I'm going to be the one celebrating blah, blah, blah. And then like one of my favorite people that I talked to, uh, number 30, I was number 36. She was number 35. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, one of my favorite people, <laughs> like we were practicing the game before the game started and stuff. And then I saw her cross the finish line. I'm like, Oh my God. Like I have to cross the finish line now. Like right. I'm okay. playing the game with her. Like we create a bond and stuff. These are my line buddies. We lined up every time we're in the same tent together. Like okay. I have to do this. I have to do this. I have to do this. Um, so that's what was keeping me, uh, keeping me going the whole time. And like, it's so God unbelievably hard to maintain these poses for 45 minutes each time. Like, I don't care how fit you are. I don't care how many people in the comments think that they can do this. Like until you're there, you don't realize how hard it is. Cause I had a cramp for, two poses in a row and i've never in my life thought that i could just maintain a cramp every time i get a cramp i have to stretch it out because it's so painful but like when you're in line and you're holding it for 4.5 million dollars you realize like how strong you actually are and how mentally tough you can be when there's money on the line so that's like the mm. best thing i took from this game is that i didn't realize how strong i could be until then wow so that journey that self-reflecting showed 
a lot of you guys how strong you could be because you overcame yeah. something. So take me to the results. <laughs> what was your results of your game? Let's let's go there. Let's. <laughs> I'm not laughing at you. I promise you, I'm not. I'm just like you know, you're a really light person. It's really infectious. So you had that type of vibe. So don't take it like that. But go go ahead and keep going, baby. <laughs> yeah, I was actually purposely avoiding saying the results because I don't want to say them. Um, no, but I was part of um, I was part of one of the last groups to get out. Um, in my mind, I did not move. I was leaning up against the wall and I was just chilling. Like I was there, I was chilling. I was not making a single movement. So in my mind, I didn't move. But in Netflix's mind, I did move. And they got me out at around the 42nd mark. Um, so that was really daunting because it was right after my friend in line, number 35, crossed the finish line. Mm. So like, right after she crossed the finish line. They recorded her celebrating. Then like 10 seconds later, they started to, no, ten, sorry, 10 seconds later, they started doing their whole recording, getting people out. And then boom, I got knocked off. And then like five seconds later, the song started again. Like I got knocked off right before the next round. Was oh my god! And you probably would have made it. <sighs> I definitely would have made it. Oh, and then another thing I forgot to mention. So when you're paused, so I mentioned you're already cold. Your hands are exposed. They're numb. Everything. Okay. So when you're paused, they have drones going around the whole arena, getting right in your face, right above your head, and these drones. Like they're going fast, like the propellers are going fast. So wind is getting spat in your face. Oh, wow. Already cold. That was one of the hardest things, too, because like I mean, I'm sure they did it on purpose, but at the same time, they needed footage for Netflix because it's production and all that stuff. So that yes. made it 10 times more hard, too. Do you think that the because I this is my first time hearing now? That's why I'm just like, wow. The yeah. um cold weather or cold weather, the cold temperature um was strategic in your oh, yeah. opinion oh yeah um <laughs> i mean granted it is already hard enough to hold the position for 45 minutes but when you add okay. when you add a sub freezing temperature to it it just makes it 10 times more harder because these people coming into this game like you may or may not be an athlete but once you hear you're on the show up until you get there, you will become an athlete just because you have that mindset of I'm going to win four and a half million dollars. Let me work out. Let me uh, do some cardio. Like at that point, people have already been working out for two months straight, or in some cases, people have been working out for a year straight. Once they apply for the show, they thought I was going to get in no matter what. So let's start training now. So people were going to make it if it was only holding the position, but People came from Florida. People came from Dubai, like places where it's already really hot. So they are not used to cold weather at all whatsoever. So I think production was banking on that as well. They were banking on people coming wow. into the weather and just being unbelievably shook it and it causing them to drop because that's strategic. It really is. Um, I know a couple players, I think one or two players, they even got, I don't know if they technically got pneumonia or not but like they were to the point where they were freezing to not freezing to death but they were like really right, right. really cool to the Pretty point cool. where they, right. they couldn't do it anymore they just simply dropped like you see that girl um her name is jordan the one who held the squat for whatever five seconds according to netflix that girl hold, held that squat for 20 minutes straight like that is one of the most impressive things i've ever seen in my life 
Um, but these people who are coming from Florida, like they just couldn't handle it anymore. I saw one girl next to me. She just simply dropped. She was standing still. And then all of a sudden I see her like drop to her knees and drop backwards. Like it was scary, but these people aren't used wow. to it. I mean, no one's used to it. No one's used to going to zero degrees weather and just standing there for eight hours. So <laughs> no period. Like, Oh wow. So <laughs> Jesus Christ. So let me ask you a question about this. So yeah. The when you once you're eliminated and they do that little boop, how does that feel? Does it hurt? No, it doesn't hurt at all. It's just like a little spray. It's like something spraying you in the face. It doesn't hurt at all. It's just like this little squib thing they have attached to your chest, and then it blows up and like ink splatters across. Oh, your so it's something. Oh, damn! So this is attached to your chest. So they probably have a button in the computer system where they can press it, and it'll just automatically explode. Oh, genius. Yep. Yep. So, so did they tell you guys to fall out? Because people were just falling out once they got the little ink thing. And I'm like, did they tell them? Because it was real dramatic. At first, they weren't falling. And then, like, at the second half hour, everyone was just like, oh, uh. And I was like, it was pretty good. But I was just, like, wondering. <laughs> they didn't tell us necessarily what to do. But they did say, if you get splattered and you get eliminated, fall into the fetal position and stay there until the next round continues. And then you can get up and leave the arena. So they technically, oh. yeah, they technically told us to be in the fetal position. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, oh my God. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm crying. That was, oh God, I'm so gagging. That um, was hilarious. <laughs> no, that's what they told okay. us to do. And then, like oh, for, Jesus. for people who got out and they knew that they weren't gonna gonna probably get screen time, they then made it dramatic for themselves. Like that's what I was planning on doing too. I was like, okay, okay. worst case scenario, if I do get out, I'm gonna milk this shit. I'm gonna make it as dramatic as I possibly can. I'm gonna go, oh, but they didn't show it. <laughs> but that's what a lot of people did do. <laughs> Some people did. Yeah, they did. <laughs> and I even heard Sleep make a sound like, uh, I was like, dude, <laughs> what? what? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So what so what's your dramatic exit? Uh what what the, what was what were y'all to do after that if you're a contestant that is eliminated? Yeah, so once you get eliminated, you go in the back room where in the tents where we were before the filming started. Um, and they have a fireplace for you because they know how cold it is. They have your jacket and coat. So you get your coat, you go to the fireplace, and you just try to unnumb yourself as much as humanly possible. Um, okay. And you get like a banana or something. That's another thing. You didn't get food or water during this whole entire thing or a bathroom break. Obviously, you could if you were about to starve to death or like you needed to pee so bad that it was going to come out of your pants. But, like, if you did that, you would obviously get eliminated. So, at this point, it was about... Oh, damn! Yeah, it was about 12 hours or so since I've had any food or water or bathroom. So, like, I scarfed that banana down as fast as I possibly could. Like, I tried to steal other people's bananas. I was just so hungry. Um, but then right. you go into town with other people who were eliminated, and then they take you to a bus. Um, and then our bus particularly, we couldn't leave for the next three and a half hours just because, um, people in our bus were still in the studio, like trying to get an explanation from production that like, Hey, can you show me the footage of me 
um, dying because I didn't. We were standing in that bus for three and a half hours, already starving, already cold. Like, I'm so pissed off at this point that I lost. Like, I just want to go home. And we couldn't. And then we just kept telling the bus people, the production on the bus, that, like, hey, we're hungry. Like, let us stop at a McDonald's or something. Like, we just want food at this point. And they kept saying, oh, don't worry. There's going to be pizza when you get back to the hotel. So we get back to the hotel, and there was pizza, but the pizza was gone because the people who got out before us, they had already eaten all the pizza. Um, oh, my so God. Like, we have no food. We have no food. And at this point, it's been a week since I've had caffeine because they don't allow you to have caffeine on the show or prior to the show. And I'm someone who needs coffee every day or else I get a migraine. So that was the hardest part for me is giving me up coffee. But I just wanted to get coffee at that point because I'm like, okay, show's done. Like, let me get some coffee. Starbucks was closed. I couldn't get that. Um, so we couldn't. We also couldn't order anything because when I got there personally, they looked at my phone. They made me delete Uber Eats. They made me delete um, DoorDash. They made me delete Tinder and Bumble. Any possible app that you have that has the possibility of someone walking into the hotel and knowing you're on Squid Games, they make you delete it. So I couldn't order okay. anything either. Um, that's another thing. Someone actually ordered food before we started filming and they got kicked off the show. Um, wow, Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Wait, hold so, on. What do you, you mean by what you mean by you? I'm sorry, what do you mean by you say you couldn't have any coffee before? Was there a regimen that they had for you guys that you couldn't eat certain things before? Yeah. Tell me so, about that. That's interesting. Yeah, so you can't so they told us prior to coming to London, you are not gonna be able to have caffeine during this whole duration. I think caffeine. I actually don't know why that was a rule. They might think that caffeine has to do with your performance somehow. I don't know. Anyway, you couldn't have caffeine. So a week before the show, I had to like slowly give up caffeine so I can actually stand doing this during the whole duration of the show. Um, and then when you got there, you couldn't leave your hotel room for any purpose other than getting food at your allotted time. We have a schedule. Each person's schedule is different. So for mine, for example, it said 8.30 a.m., you have 10 minutes to go down to the lobby, get your food, come back up. And then at 1.30, you have 10 minutes, go get your lunch, come back up. And obviously, they provide the lunch, and they provided no caffeine whatsoever. So you have no way of actually getting caffeine. Um, and like I said, they made us delete all of our Uber Eats delivery apps, so you can't order it by any means. So like, there was no coffee or tea in the hotel that was accessible to you at all. So you can't have any form of caffeine. Um, and you only have the lunch option and dinner option that they provide for you because it was supposed to mimic what we're going to get in the dorms, um, but just at a higher level. Because obviously in the dorms, they only get like that one tin can of, of food unless you're Lorenzo and you fake not getting food and you go get more food. Um, but in the hotel, like you could get double of the food, you get triple of the food, whatever have you, because you won't be able to eat for another five hours until your next live time. Um, so they monitored everything you eat. They were in charge of anything you consumed. Um, and there's like little security guards out in the hall next to the elevators. So like you can't go in the elevator without getting spired, obviously. And we had wristbands to make sure that they knew that we were part of Squid Games and not just regular hotel guests. So all that stuff. Yeah, you could. It's only whatever they wanted you to eat and drink. <laughs> wow. And I'm assuming we're going to go on, go on a limb and say no alcohol. No alcohol. No alcohol. <laughs> oh, oh my god! That, and, you, you couldn't even bring like your like simple stuff like floss or something. Like you couldn't. They gave you a toilet bag of things that you were only allowed to bring. It included a 
a hairbrush, a toothpaste, a toothbrush, and like something else. And so like, if you wanted medication, you had to like specifically go through Studio Lambert and get permission to have that medication and bring it on with you to the show. Like they didn't want any chance of you bring like smuggling in items that would help you for Dolongon cookie or something like that. So like they, they monitored everything down to the T. So you talking about Perez Hilton, which that was some tea, but um, had had anything? Did anybody get kicked off or anything like dramatic? Like, oh, uh, you know, happened besides that? Yeah. So, <laughs> okay, this is where I was very, very confused. A couple people, like a couple of contestants during that whole hotel, uh, the ho like the four days we we're in the hotel, they hooked up in their hotel room. Which the reason I'm confused about this is because you only have those 10 minutes allotted to get your food. That's the only time you're out of your hotel room and you can't talk to other contestants. So like, how did they wow. connect enough to hook up? Like, did they say five words to each other? And like, oh, I think you're hot. Let's hook up your room. Anyway, they hooked up and they got kicked off the show before filming even started. So there's how that. Did you, how did you found out though? How did you found out? I mean, like, how did they, like production. how did they Oh, how did production find out? Yes. Someone yes. someone in the adjacent room kind of sort of snitched on them and said production like yeah. in this room. Like, yeah. So yeah, yeah, they got yeah, kicked gotcha. off Perez Hilton got kicked off. Um, like I said, some people ordered it was something like silly as that. Like you ordered McDonald's really get kicked off of that. Um, that was insane to me. But then yeah, I mean, some people during red light, green light, they moved when they shouldn't have, and they got to continue going. Mm -hmm. So that's another thing. Um, one mm. particular contestant was not going to make it. I can tell you for damn sure they were not going to make it past green light, red light, but they were beneficial to the story, so they got to go through. Um, so that is crazy can you say who it was I no because this person was a sweetheart to me i don't, I don't want okay, okay 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 oh it was a, it was a woman interesting yeah yes i got a man, you it was a, a, woman. Man, a man could be a sweetheart that's true they can't be um damn i don't know yeah keep it to yourself that's cute yeah. anyway though oh my god yeah yeah don't say don't don't say that but that's 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 no that's i mean uh, to be honest that's normal uh realities yeah. i've been right. doing it for a long time so i know i've known stuff about the shows that's you know it's normal but man, i wish you would have gotten through you have a great personality man you pop like yeah. i'm being honest like you do you pop and i'm like bro he should have been on like you're you know you are reality gold so speaking of that because you said you've been trying to be reality tv yeah. um what what do you do? I know you guys are on like a year thing or whatever, but what are you going to do next? Because I heard somebody got spin off. So what's your plan? <laughs> yeah, that's why I left when he said we're not supposed to apply for another year because that guy who's getting a spin off and going on another Netflix show, how is he going on a show when we're not technically allowed to be on another show for another year? Anyway, that's that's mm. well, well, maybe well, it's prob it's probably a clause in there that probably says that it's okay if it's netflix i'm pretty sure it's somewhere in there it's the same you know production they probably mean you can't go to cbs um oh. they they do you understand what i'm saying like they yeah. they probably let you do the, still be on netflix you're in the family but you try to go to do big brother they're gonna say no nah, you can't do it so, so that's, that's what i'm asking you what's your plan 
Well, that screws my strategy because <laughs> uh, the Amazing Race is casting in about a week. So I was planning on doing that. Um, but yeah, like I've been trying to get on Survivor and Amazing Race. Those are my two number one shows that I want to get on no matter what. Because my end goal, it's a little far-fetched, but I want to be on the challenge. That's been my favorite show for the past 10, 15 years. That's yes! Yes. Oh, I review, I review, I review all these all these shows you just said, all the shows you just said. I have reviewed and have interview casts from all the shows except for Survivor. No, no, and I got the not the Survivor too. Like if they was across yeah. Oh yeah, I've interviewed I've interviewed uh cast from the challenge. I've been watching the challenge before I became a blocker. I've been watching real world role rules that old way back, way back. So I'm a big I'm a, I'm a stand. I'm a stand. So um this one I'm gonna ask you. So you said you're gonna I, okay, so what make you stop? Okay, so when they tell you you can't do amazing race, I would still try to do it. I swear I would. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm I gonna would. try no matter what. Like worst case scenario, they said they say you're on you're on Scoop Games, so you can't apply for this. But I'm still hundred percent. I'm still gonna try to get an audition because that's I want to do this stuff. Like my ultimate goal, if this was a perfect world, I would I would be Johnny Bananas. Like that guy just makes a living. He year round, he just goes on different com competition shows. And he does. Games. That's he like does. how does life get better than that? That's like the most amazing. But, life but he had to go through it. <laughs> But but Johnny Bananas had to go through a lot of slings and arrows before he got there, and and he's kind of a you know they, they think he's an ass, so that also is a part of it. So, uh, but <laughs> I love Johnny Bananas. If I ever get an interview with him, you, I'm gonna tag him in the post. I'm gonna tag him in the clip. So yes. for you, even even I am even if um like for you, I would still, baby, I'll vlog it. You know, hey, I'm trying out for Amazing Race. Yep. I post it on Instagram and Twitter. I'll post it everywhere. You know, the whole thing. You know, just to put it out there, because just say, for instance, you don't get it because of it. You're out there so much that fans and stands mm -hmm. will know about you, and maybe it will help you next year. So I will still try out for it, but I will record it. I will post it everywhere. You know, I, yeah. all you can say is no. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Just still, you're on this wave right now. Just take yep. it, all of it. You know what I'm saying? So, yep. yeah. Man, that that's is such a cool interview with you. That's exactly my plan. And what kills me the most out of this whole experience is the fact mm -hmm. that I didn't get to go through and have more screen time. I had like five seconds of screen time, but people mm -hmm. who went through like all the way to episode three or whatever, like if you go on Twitter, you see a bunch of like sand accounts that say like, oh, put these people in Big Brother, please. Like I would love to have them on Big Brother. Mm -hmm. And they're getting a lot of recognition from that. And sometimes that, that like plugs into production choosing who they want. Um, like Figgy's been a thousand different posts that I've seen saying like put her on Big Brother. So I'm sure she's going to get another show after this. She'll probably go on the challenge. Um, I don't know. I've never actually talked to her. This is just speculation. But yeah, right, I'm going to try my best. I'm going to try to get there. Uh, you will see me again on Real ID TV, whether it's Amazing Race, whether it's Survivor. You will see me again. If you want another interview, just hit me up. I promise you, you'll see me again. I will. I will. I do believe that you're going to get there. Like I said, your personality is everything. You are awesome. Don't, no sweat. You're going to get there. So guys, please tell everybody where you can follow you at on Instagram and Twitter and wherever you got. Instagram, follow me at Kayvon, M-R-A-D-I, just because when I got my username, M-O-R-A-D-I, which is my actual last name, was taken. So it's not a mistake. Um, TikTok, at Beanie Boy. I love beanies, obviously. Yeah, follow me there. Um, I'll be making videos about my experience on Squid Games. If you guys have any questions, I'll love to answer them. But yeah, follow me on my journey. You need to uh, add your number 
to all yes. your names. Yes. So you need oh. to have one. You need. You need to have. You. I, I'm. I'm a brand. I, I build brands and I help people build yeah. their channels. You should have one name for all your brand, like for your YouTube. I'm sorry, YouTube for your whatever, and then you have your number in, and okay. then I would have it in my bio. Guy from Squid Game. Have yep. your number. So every and then have your picture of your Squid Game. Yep. Your whole green outfit that yep. should be on all your platforms today, so it that is. whenever people look it up, I'm sorry, I'm a bit policy. I probably <laughs> whenever no, you, you look at other uh, people, people look at other profiles, your profile will come up yep. because you'll have Squid Game. Because a lot of robots they look at the names, Squid Game is in your bio, you have the number hashtag, you come up with other people, it, it will help you, trust me. So, go when we get off of here, yep. change all of that, change okay. Well. You're amazing. Right, so, you don't even know me. You're helping me with this stuff. Like, who? Amazing. You're so nice. <laughs> Thank you. I do this. I do this a lot uh, for free, mostly. But I mean, I love doing it. But anyway, guys, make sure that you guys follow him. I'm gonna make sure that I share his profile so you guys can follow him as well. Um, this was an awesome interview. I know we're gonna see him on something. If you see my big brother, um, I'm gonna be on Twitter Spaces. In fact, we can't do a Twitter Spaces. Um, if we can't do it today. I'm so booked. But I want to do a Twitter space with you uh, and like, people can ask you questions because you really break stuff down. People don't know. Maybe tomorrow night um, I will talk to you about that behind the scenes. But anyway, guys, look. So we're gonna. I'm going to share his stuff. Y'all make sure y'all follow him. He is awesome. Make sure you guys join the membership if you are new. Subscribe, like, share, all the things. This is the Queen of Reality TV. I'm out of here. I'll see you all next time. Bye.